Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for 
Christmas Day. We thank you for bringing us into another blessed and beautiful day like today. Thank you for the many Christmases that we have seen. And thank you for yet another one, Lord. I pray, Father, today that you speak to us, you instruct us, you guide us by your word, Lord. Let your word come and encourage us, Lord. Let your word come and deepen our understanding of who you are and of what Christmas says to us, Lord. Thank you for such a great blessing. We are so grateful, Lord. We thank you for church, Lord, that we have a place of worship, a place to come together in your name, Lord, and to celebrate the birth of our Savior and our Master and our Lord, Jesus Christ, Lord. Thank you, Father, for giving us Jesus Christ out of your love that none of us should perish, but rather we should have eternal life. Thank you for the birth of Christ and thank you for the birth of our Savior and our Lord. We bless you, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit fill this service. Let him bring convictions, understanding, and revelation to us. Thank you for this blessed opportunity once again. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I think you can do better. You can say a better amen. amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Take your seats in his holy presence. Are you excited to be in church on Christmas Day? Are you used to going to church on Christmas Day? It's a day you go to church, isn't it? We are blessed to be in church. We are blessed to have a church. I'm actually impressed with your attendance, you know. I was wondering whether you would come to church today. So I'm pleasantly surprised to see all of you here. So Merry Christmas to all of you. And um, may you see many Christmases. And may you be happy every Christmas. May your days and your years be filled with joyous Christmases. May you always serve God. Next year Christmas, may you be in church. May you still be loving God. May you be still doing great things for God. Some of you should be pastors by next year Christmas. Your amen was weak for that one. Some of you will be pastors. Some of you will be married. Your amen for marriage is greater than amen for pastors. Hey, which church am I in? I said next year by this time, some of you will be ministers of the gospel. Some of you will be married men and married women. Oh, you have beautiful weddings, you know. Beautiful wedding. You can even choose Christmas Day for your wedding. After the after the service, we'll officiate your wedding. I don't know. I don't know how many will stay on, but at least I'll I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. I'll stay for you because it's your day. But you're going to see glorious Christmases. Some of you next year by this time you'd have graduated. Uh, you have. And you have a posh job. Wow. So. So if you next year by this time. You have a nice beloved. Hey. As you'll be sitting in church. You'll be sitting next to your beloved. 
the person sitting next to you won't be your ex, won't be your enemy, but will be your real beloved. Hey! On your road to a beautiful marriage. Only good things shall happen to you. Wow. It's Christmas, isn't it? Do you feel Christmassy? I feel like there's Christmas in the air. So it's going to be a short sermon. Are you ready for a short sermon today? Christmas sermons are usually very short. And the title of my sermon today is uh, The Story of Christmas. Wow. So I just want to read the Bible with you. We're going to read it. We'll go as far as we can go till our time is up. And then we, and then we end. Okay. So yeah, it's a nice Christmas service. We just read through the story. See what we have to see. Learn what we have to learn. Receive what we have to receive. And then when it's time to end, we just end. And then we drive off home. But may your day be beautiful. Amen. And your day be good. Make sure you are good today, okay? Yes. Christmas Day is just one day. Right. You can't let Satan give you an agenda. Hey. The Bible says it was a holy night. Yeah. It was a holy night. So keep it holy. Yeah. Holy means special. Yeah. Special. Let it be special. You don't, you don't need um, sin yeah. to be happy on Christmas. Yeah. Okay? So don't let Satan give you ideas about Christmas on the... Um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and Christmas Week. It's, uh, it's just today by, by in a few hours you see that it's over. But tomorrow life is normal. So you don't need a boy by your side to be happy. Are you understanding? Okay. Or, or um, what, what's the opposite of a boy? A girl. Yes, a girl. The other one. Yeah. Okay. The other one. The other species. <laughs> so keep it holy, keep it pure, and be happy. It's a happy day, okay? So Matthew chapter 1, the story of Christmas, isn't it? It's a very eventful, I don't know whether a day, a week, I don't know how long it took, but a lot of things happened. It's very exciting to read and very interesting to read the Christmas story. And to keep reading through it, there are many things that took place, different pieces of the puzzle that came together. And it all reveals the power of God and the determination of God. That when God wants to do something, he will do it. When God wants to achieve something, he will do it. And what God, when God says he will do something, he will do what he said he will do. May what he said about your life come to pass. I'll banish this boy from the churches in the next three minutes. All right, no problem. Matthew chapter 1, have you found Matthew chapter 1? Verse 18 says that, verse 18, it says that now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. That is, that is to say, this is how it happened. This is how it played out. This is what happened. These are the things that happened regarding the birth of Jesus Christ. The birth of Jesus Christ is Christmas Day. Do you understand Christmas Day? Do you know why it's Christmas Day? 
Are you not surprised that in 2016, 21st century, uh, in secularized Britain, as they would like to call it, everything is shut down on Christmas Day? It shows you the power of God. Can't you see the power of God? When you see, when you see anybody says they don't believe in God, they don't believe in Christ, ask him that, why are you walking today? <laughs> there's, a, there's some part of, despite all your secularized ideas and ideologies, there's a power that still exists that is making you walk today. No matter where you're going, you are walking. There's, there's, no, there's no bus, no train. I was looking at the train station. I was saying that I've missed, I've missed the trains. Where are the trains? And all the train stations were shut. All the barriers were open and the place is shut. And I said, wow, there must be a power. There's a power. There's a power that is still at work. If you don't believe in Christ, I, I don't know. I don't know whether you need Panadol or intercession. But it's like, it's like, you, it's like you have a problem. There must be a problem. Because, you know, look, I mean, look at how, look, the world has changed. People are, people are into different things. People have accepted same-sex marriage. I mean, a very outrageous concept. And a man likes a man. I mean, it's very, and then a woman likes a woman. You see women who prefer the company of another woman. Strongly, strongly, very, you know, very determined. It looks, something that looks very unpleasant. But it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like that's the spirit they have. And that they walk it. But still, still in a world like this. When it gets to 25th December, the birth of Jesus Christ, everything halts and say, you know what? Somebody has been born. Somebody has been born. Well, let's wait. Let's put aside all our madness and let's celebrate the birth of the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. I mean, he's, he is the Lord of Lords. He must be the Lord of Lords. He must be. I'm surprised you are not clapping. He must be. I mean, there must be. There must be something special about Christ. You are blessed to have se- to be serving Christ. I'm telling you, you are very blessed to have found Him because you could have been you have been into any other thing. You see how lost you are. You'll be sitting at home today. You don't even know what is happening to you. But 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 it's like someone someone's savior because of Him. Even though you don't believe in Him, your life has been affected. Why won't you just follow that that person? Instead of sitting at home. If that, if that person is that powerful, that his, his, his birth date can make you not go to work, can make you not have transport, can make you not have any shop to even buy, to even buy a pint of milk. I mean, if I were to be, I will just join that faith. I will say, look, your faith is very powerful because all the other faiths, everything runs normally. I've not, I don't know any other religions day. I don't, I don't even feel it. I go to work normally. I go to the shop. Everything happens normally. But when it gets to our own, our own, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's not fantastic. So, the story of Christmas. 
So he says that now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. Do you, do you have another translation? Do you have another Do you have NLT? This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. This is how it's like this is how it happened. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. Okay, King James. When as his mother Mary, I told I'm sorry, today I'm reading a story to you. It's, it's storytelling time. Kemsey, are you there? It's storytelling. So I'm telling you, it's like I'm reading a story to you, and then when we get to any point, then I comment to bring your attention that this is this is an important thing that is worth you know noting. So he said, when when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, that is that is. She had a beloved. She was engaged. Um, Someone had promised her marriage. Do you understand? So he's telling you who Mary was. That she was not just some loose, interesting girl walking around with, you know, all the things that the loose ones have. You will never be a loose girl. <laughs> I'll sorry, Pastor Clever, I'll sorry to the sisters, okay? That blesses us for the sisters. <laughs> it says that she was espoused, that she was engaged, or she had a beloved, or she has she has been promised marriage. Somebody has promised the marriage. That's why in the church we call it beloved. We don't call it boyfriend. We don't call we don't call we don't say boyfriend and girlfriend. In this, in this, in this church, we don't use the term boyfriend and girlfriend because we don't do boyfriend. Boyfriend and girlfriend do a lot of other things. There's a, that we don't do. Do you understand? And then also, and then also, when we uh, uh, say to someone that I would like to marry you, we don't change our mind. So you, so you also have to take your time before you come and tell us that this is your beloved. You, 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 don't, you, don't just, you don't just go. It's not, it's not apple that you've bought from the shop and that you buy it and they say, I don't like it and then you're taking another one. No, no, no. The sisters in the church are not apples. They are the apple of God's eye. If you bite one and you leave, you're beating God's eye. God will come for you. May the Lord show you mercy. Those who have, who have bitten apples and left, may, may you receive mercy. Are you accepting the message? Yes. So, so it's very important to do things in the right way now that you're a Christian. We don't do, you don't do boy. Don't say, this is my boy. No, this is my girl. This is my boy. This is my girl. When, when, uh, when I first started going out with my wife, when the university, I was in the final year, she was in some year. And then her friends, her friends used to refer, refer to me as Linda's boy. And I didn't like it. What do you mean Linda's boy? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by Linda's boy? I'm not Linda's boy. <laughs> but it's like, it's like it's a term. It's like that's how they talk. Linda's boy. This one's boy. Rebecca's boy. Um, 
Cynthia's boy. You know, when they are talking amongst themselves, like, this is this one's boy, this is this one's boy. So, boy, boy, but we don't talk boy here. <laughs> so we talk, do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand when I say I'm not Linda's boy? <laughs> what do you mean somebody's boy? Beloved. Hey, Rafi, have you seen you? You're here. Nice to see you. You look like Rita's boy. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I'll, I'll say, I'll, what was I saying to you? We so you say, we use the term beloved, beloved, beloved. So beloved is the person you intend to marry. And you must marry that person. You must to. Otherwise, don't tell us about it. And don't enter into a relationship. That's all. If you tell us, hey, we are very wild though. You will go to the finishing line. You don't know. Don't joke with, don't, don't joke with us. If you tell us this one, don't play with people's lives. Hey, if you tell us, Bishop, I've told this one. Doesn't some of you, when you come and speak, I tell you that, wait. It's not because she's a witch or you're a wizard. No. <laughs> I can just tell that you are not ready. That's why I say wait. That's why I just say wait, wait. Just wait, just wait. I mean, it's not a problem. Just wait. Just be friends. Don't say anything. Don't come and make introductions. Listen, we are friends. Because you are young. The, the things that play, that will be playing as you approach that finishing line, you will discover soon that, no, this is not what I want. Yeah. So all of you that have ever said, wait, you better wait. You better wait. So that you don't come to me six weeks after your marriage to come and tell me that, Bishop, you know, uh, it's hard, but you were right. No, no, it's, it's, not, you see, it's not a nice thing to hear. Someone come and tell you that you were right. It's not nice. It's not, it's not a nice thing to hear. You, if you're a pastor, you will never think it serves you right. No, you don't think that way. You feel sorry for the person. You weep for the person. So anyway, Mary was... A, so I just, just tell that Mary was a real person. A real person doing things in the proper way. If you want God to use you, do things in the proper way. In the social idea sisters, the place where you fumble and you fall is at this point. When you feel, you feel like, I have, I have to get him. I have to get one. Don't be desperate. God will supply. Amen. I said God will supply. God will give you a good person. A nice person. Amen. Someone who will respect you. Amen. You shall be respected. Amen. Oh, yes. You shall be respected. Don't, don't, you will not, when God gives you, he will not be a mechanic. Do you know a mechanic? To come and fidget and toy around with your spare parts. You will never have a mechanic boy. All those guys are mechanics. Anyway, so Mary was a spouse. Look, when my time is up, I just have to go home, you know. Mary was a spouse before they came together. So before they came together, before they started living together, before they started sleeping together, whatever, whatever they came together means. 
that before they came together, you don't come together. You don't do it. Neither do you ask, can we come together for Christmas? Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. This is the first supernatural experience you will see from this story that we are reading. That before, so she, before she's done in your, so there was no confusion as to whose child is this. Do you understand? There are people that they are, they are not sure whose child they are. It will never be your story. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. So the child that was born was born of the Holy Ghost. She wasn't, he, he wasn't born of from a male sperm. He was born of the Holy Ghost. That, this, is, this is the Christmas story. This is it. Jesus, Jesus was born of a virgin you know that alone tells you the importance of virginity i don't know like someone said to me i'm not god but when i read about what god has chosen at least you you know that it must be important it must be important that virginity must be important from today you're a virgin (laughs) your amen was very weak can i have a better amen those of you think you've lost it it has been restored it has been restored till your wedding day let no mechanic come and fidget till your wedding day and those of you having lost it don't be under pressure don't think you're a fool don't let them tell you that when you haven't done it you look um, talkish they have a way of describing, describing you that because you haven't done it, so you look. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Are you listening to me? I'll tell you something. Those who have lost it, hey, look, it's one of the painful things to lose because you can't recover it easily you can't that is why they talk that way to those of you who have it they want you to be like them today's christmas day i would have asked them that wouldn't they like to be like you and then my second thing i would like to tell you is that in whose eyes do you want to be valuable in the eyes of God or in the eyes of man. Men may see you as. <laughs> which, which you are not. Which you are not. But God. God rather sees those who have gone to trade it. Those who have gone to the mechanic, the fitting shop, quick fit. Those who have been there so many times. God sees them even worse. They are, they are like. That's how they are seen in the eyes of God. It's like, who is, who is this fool? Who can't think? So before they came together, 
He was a child from the Holy Ghost. Wow. May the Holy Ghost overshadow you. And cause you to give birth to great things. So Jesus was born from the power of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came over her mother. Joseph has never touched her. Never. Brother, beloveds, don't touch. Be Josephs, okay? Be Josephs. Respect yourselves. Be Josephs. Can you imagine if Joseph has tampered with... Look, no. I know what you are thinking. You are thinking that, oh, how come um, um, Jesus' mother be someone that Joseph would have tampered? No. That's not what will happen. What would have happened is that God would have moved on to a mother. You will never hear of a Mary. Yes. So the tampering that you allow people to tamper with you, you rather miss your calling. And you miss God's choice. You, you, no longer, you disqualify yourself from God using you. Because you prefer the mechanic brother to use you than God. So choose which one you want. Mechanic brother or God. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I enjoy my Christmas message. It's all, it's all in the, the, the passage. It's all there. It's all there. Yes, first verse. It's all there. It's all there. There would have been no Mary. She would have disqualified herself because she met mechanic Joseph. People who tamper with things. Have you taken your car to the mechanics before? They tamper with things. This, this, can we do this? Want to change this, this? I've never taken my car to these tire places. I say, this one has a puncture. Can you change it? They will always come back and tell me that this one also is worn. They're always tampering with things. So that's I'll tell that, okay, it's worn, but it's not dangerous. Can you just change this one? Let me go. Just do this one for me. Let me go. Always tampering with things. You shall be delivered from every mechanic guy. Look, change the verse quickly so I can move on, okay? Verse 19. Then Joseph, her husband, brothers, now this is you. Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. Now, this, this is an example of a good husband. The good husbands are usually Joseph's. Sometimes to a fault. Sometimes to a fault. Because they don't discuss and bring out the sufferings at home. A lot of husbands suffer at home. Because a lot of wives are terrible wives. They are terrible. They are terrible on the basic, basic duties in the house. They are terrible. They can't. You see them pretty face, but she's terrible. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but, but you see, when you have a Joseph, when you have a Joseph, when you have a Joseph, a husband, when you go home and they ask you, they ask you, are you a Joseph? Don't be shy. Say yes. Say yes, I am. 
If I wasn't, if I wasn't, everybody will know about how you don't bath, how you don't clean, how you don't cook, how you don't. Everybody will know about it. If I, you were not a, I was not a Joseph. They, they say yes with capital letters. Yes, you are Joseph. Because you are not, you are, you are, you are Joseph. That's why you sit, you sit around, you walk around, it's a smile. It's like, I saw everything is perfect. Like Cinderella and the prince. It's like all is perfect. But Joseph's cover a lot. May you have a Joseph in your life. I mean, you know how you are. You need a Joseph. The way you are, you need a Joseph. If you don't have a Joseph, hey. Because now, you see, now it's just you. You're the only one who knows who you are. Soon, brother Joe is also coming to discover this is how she is. This is how she is. When she gets home at the door, she throws, she throws her shoes off at the door. She doesn't bath, doesn't wash her hands straight to the kitchen. Then she starts stuffing her mouth. She, I mean, when she finishes, doesn't brush her teeth, goes to bed just like same, 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 same. One day, a certain brother <laughs> called a pastor. Not me, it wasn't me. If it was me, I'll tell you. In the middle of the night, the pastor was wondering, why is this man calling me in the middle of the night? So he answered, we answered, there was a big fight in the house. Hey, do you want to know the big fight? Yeah. The wife was in the background shouting and screaming. Say, what is the problem? What is the problem? Say, give the phone to her. She gave her the phone. She said, she said, he wants me, look at the time. He said, I should go and have my bath. <laughs> so, so, Look, in order not to look like you're pretending, you just laugh as though, you know, it's not, it's not you. As though you, you bath seven times a day. <laughs> so, give the phone back to your husband. Say, husband, look, after one o'clock in the morning, why are you saying she's going bath? They said, look, I've been, I've been waiting for her to, um, To say hello. And then she went to poo. <laughs> so he's saying that you haven't had your bath. I was going to overlook it. But now you've got to do this thing too. You are coming to lie down in the bed with it. <laughs> Are you understanding the problem in the house? So he said, he doesn't understand. You've gone to do this thing to you. are coming to lie down. As though you don't know my plans for the, after, in the evening. And before you came, you've, I've been watching you in the house. You haven't had your shower. Walking around, walking around. Then you went to do this thing. Then you are coming to put your body down. So unfortunate for her, he took his leg out of the bed. That was a fight. He was he was so angry, so irritated. No, you sh- you cannot kick people in bed. You can't do that. 
But you see, when you see them, you see this guy said Joseph. I'm, I'm sure he's been going through this for years in the house. He's never said anything. You won't know. Joseph's cover. They cover things. They protect you. Because as we are all laughing, I mean, you know, I'm also laughing with you, but I know, I know what you'll be like. <laughs> she even just went one. You even have diarrhea. You can't lie down. <laughs> so anyway, Joseph's, Joseph's are very long-suffering. It's like they actually walk in love. Actually, what? Because who would believe this ridiculous story that your beloved is pregnant and then she says that it's the Holy Ghost? Who will believe such a story? Who will? Who will believe such a story? Who will? Who will? Not many people. I mean, nobody will believe such a story. So he decided that, look, let me do it quietly, quietly, nicely. Let me just put it on the side. If it just, I'll say nothing. I'll say nothing. I say nothing. I say nothing. You see, people, when relationships don't work, they talk a lot. Say, this is that, this is that, and he did this, and he said this, and she was like this. Then they start talking a lot. And Joseph says nothing. Who you ask him, oh, why? He just said, it didn't work. Oh, it didn't work, why? Oh, it just didn't work. I mean, it's not everything that works. It's not everything that works. It doesn't work. Some blenders don't work. It's okay. That's why it didn't work. Let's just... Let's just, let's just move on. So, he, he, that, is, that is a Joseph. That's a Joseph. Is your name Joseph? I said, Joseph. <laughs> Put away quietly. Then moves on. When your husband is a Joseph, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. He won't say anything. You see, one day, the pastor went on visitation. When he got there, the wife wasn't there. The husband was there. So, in his talking, he said, come, come and see. And took, took the pastor to the bedroom. He said, look at the bed sheets. He said, either three, ma- three months, three months or, I can't remember, I think three months. Three months now, it's never been changed. But see, he's been living in the house like that. The only question I ask is that, why don't you change it yourself? It would have been a simpler thing. But you see, at the end of the day, the keeper of the house is a wife. It's the wife who has to keep the house. So she, she's supposed to have changed those bed sheets and done the laundry. But she's just, she's just lying there if you see her. But if you see her in church with her makeup. So the makeup that you see, the makeup that you see in the morning, it stays on till the following day. She will sleep with it. You see the, the pastor was telling you should see, he said you should see that bed sheet. As we are talking, as we see, you just have to laugh because you also remember that maybe your bed sheet will be like you put it on first January. We are twenty fifth December. You haven't changed it. <laughs> or maybe now you are tired, you've taken it off, so you're on raw mattress. That's it. No problem. Like, there's no problem. There's nothing to change. <laughs> Verse 20. <laughs> but while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. Another supernatural experience. 
you will notice the supernatural experiences towards the birth of Christ. So, and it first, when the Holy Ghost has overcome, has come upon her. And she has believed it. She has believed it. She has believed it. She doesn't think she's going mental. She has believed it. She has believed that God is at work in me. God is doing something with me. Believe when God is doing something with you. Believe it. Believe, you see, believe the people you meet along your, your, your life. People who bring you to church. People who take you to church. The church that you are in, your pastors, the messages that you hear. You see, believe that it is God who is at work. It is God. You have to believe because it's, it's, a, it's a combination of the natural and supernatural. Supernatural things are very natural. Very, very natural. You see, like it's, it's a very natural thing, but God is doing something for you. You see, you see a human being standing in front of you, talking to you. Even you see someone taking interest in your life. That the person is interested in your life. How are you? What are you doing? Everything, everything is not, I want to sleep with you. You see, someone is interested. The person just wants you to know God better and to work with God well. It's a, you are actually having a supernatural experience. But you, see, you, have, you have to be alert or you have to be taught like you are being taught on Christmas Day that the supernatural experiences are very natural. It's not natural to go to bed. It's not natural to sleep. It's not natural to dream. How many of you have dreamt before? Since you were born, you have dreamt. You've had a dream before. Lift up your hand high in the air. High. You have dreamt. So, so dreaming is a natural thing. But how do you respond to your dreams? How do you treat your dreams? How do you treat your dreams? How do you treat them? Has, has, has any dream led you to make any decision or do anything in your life? Or has any experience you've had, any unusual, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm used, perhaps I'm used to, when I meet a guy, it means he's interested in me. But look at this guy that I have met only encourages me to serve God. And he's called my elder or he's called my pastor. Has it ever struck you that it's a supernatural experience? That God has sent his agent into your life. That now God is working in your life. Has it ever struck you? Or perhaps you know you're a bad boy or bad girl. But anytime you meet your pastor, it's as though you're an angel. He's so nice to you. He's so pleasant to you. He, he, speaks, he speaks highly of you. You know, you know yourself and he also, you know he also knows you. So the question is, is he a fool? No, you are having an experience. God is showing you his love. God is showing you his mercy. That's why he talks to you. That's why he still shows interest. But he knows who you are. Or you think he's so stupid that he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. I mean, your ways, your threatenings, your days, your moods, your attitude. You think he doesn't? He understands it. Why does he keep overlooking it? Keep reaching out to you. Keep looking out for you. Keep talking to you. Keep encouraging you. Keep even bringing you close. I mean, you know who you are. He knows who you are. But it is the love of God that is shed abroad in our hearts that makes us still reach out to people that now I'm speaking naturally. You know, naturally and carnal. If I'm natural and carnal, I'll not even look at you twice. 
I'll not even look at you. Do you understand? I'll not look at you twice. It means if I see you like this, I'll not turn again. You'll be the most unimpressive person in my world. But why? Why does such a person keep reaching out to you, talking to you, encouraging you? It is the love of God that is shed abroad in her. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's a supernatural experience for you. Because you can go to bed and wake up and it's like, you just say, I dreamt. I had a very, very funny dream today. You know, today I had a very, very funny dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you start eating your oats and your custard and your cake and your, then you've eaten, you've, you have full English breakfast and the dream is, the dream has been drowned. But meanwhile, the dream, God is speaking to you. Joseph went to bed. Joseph went to bed. I don't know whether he slept on a bus or a train, but he slept. Have you, how many of you have slept on the train before? How many of you have slept on a bus before? How many of you have slept at a bus stop before? I mean, whilst waiting for a bus, they fell asleep. Not like through the night. Whilst waiting, I mean, you, everybody has slept somewhere. Some of you have slept in someone's home before. Or, I mean, you've slept somewhere that is not your house. Lift up your hand. Yes. Everybody, everybody has slept. So we don't know where he slept, but he slept. A dream means that you have slept. And when, whilst you are asleep, you look as though you are awake. That's a dream. So, those experiences that you have had, which of them have you ever recorded? That this is God. This one is God. This one is God. That's what Joseph did. If Joseph had not done that, though, you see, it would have affected the story we are telling this morning. But he believed in the supernatural experience. He believed it. He believed it. He believed that this dream, this person that I have met, me, when I meet you, I feel God has sent you to me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did I not tell that I'm pleasantly surprised that you are here? I mean, God must have touched your heart. That go to church. Go to church. Go to first love church. I, I, feel, I feel it is God. I, I don't know how you say but I think it is God. I think it is God. Because I'll be standing somewhere preaching by now. It's not, I'll, I'll, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'll be in need of a church. There are many churches this, this afternoon that I could be standing in this morning. There's one that even they've called me this morning that I might come in. I said, no, 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 I'm not coming. I'm going to first love. I'm going there. Yes, I'm going there. Yeah, I'm going there. And they said, oh, Bishop, for the first, I said, we've been here for 23 years. For the first time, we won't see you on Christmas Day. And I said, I said, things change, you know. Things change. In him, we live and move and have our being. Yes, so we follow the moving. Yes, so the first time, 23 years. But for me, it is God. It's not out of anger. It's not like I'm angry with someone or upset with. I'm not angry don't you see when you are upset, don't make a decision. That's that's a demon. When you are hurt, don't take this because you are hurt. That's a demon leading you. Be sober and make your decisions. You know, yes, God is with you. God is moving, God is guiding. But I'm not happy, then I make a decision. I'm angry. Then this. No, no, you don't make decisions when you're angry. What spirit is that? Anyway. I had a dream saying, thou son of David, fear not to take thee, thy wife, to take on to thee, marry thy wife, for that which is conceived in, in her is of the Holy Ghost. Wow. Keep going. And shall bring forth a son, 
and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. I think I have to end. So I'll end with this verse. He said, he shall give birth to a son. He will be called Jesus. Because, because he shall save his people from their sins. He shall save his people from their sins. He shall save his people from their sins. The birth of Christ is for our salvation. First, first, number one, is for our salvation. Before any other thing is attributed to the birth of Christ. When you meet, when you meet someone for the first time, and you want to tell them about Jesus, remember this, remember Matthew 1, 21. And, he, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, because he shall save his people from their poverty. He shall save his people from their academic failures. He shall save his people from their unmarried state. He shall save his people from homelessness. He shall save his people from their sins. From their sins. From their sins. From their sins. A salvation from sin. For God so loved the world that he gave. Today is the day that he gave. That giving is today. That he gave. He gave. He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. Should not perish. Whosoever believeth on him. Should not perish. Shouldn't perish. If you believe in him, you should not perish. You can't perish. You can't. You can't. Because that is why he came. To save his people from their sins. From their sins. From all our sins. Believing in Jesus saves us from all our sins. All. 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 As soon as you believe in Jesus, you accept him. You accept that he shed his blood for you. You are washed by his blood. You have no sin. Your sin is washed away. In the eyes of God, you become righteous. You become bold. You can witness to somebody else. You can talk to somebody else. You can direct someone else. So, ladies and gentlemen, my time is up. It's time to go home for our Christmas lunch. But, at least, we've learned some few things. Up to verse 20. You can, from up to verse 21, you can read the rest for yourself. There are many more things about the birth of Christ. The wise men are now coming. Different people are now coming on the scene. That it's all going to take us another hour. So we can end here. That he shall save his people from their sins. You are in church because you've been saved. From your sins. From your sins. First from your sins. First from your sins. Like your sins are washed away. Because the wages of sin is death. Look, there is, there is a greater problem. There's a greater problem than homelessness. There's a greater problem. There's a greater problem than barrenness. There's a greater problem, unsolvable problem than not being married. There's a greater problem than trying to get into uni. 
There's a greater, more severe problem in this life than a broken heart from a boy. There's a, there's a huge problem that you can't solve. Even if you are broken hearted, you come and talk to me, I can help you. I'm a welder, I'll weld your heart for you. You'll be okay. By the time we finish talking, day one, day two, you'll be okay. You'll be okay if you're not being okay. I'll even rebuke you. You'll be happy that you've been rebuked. Because some of you, what you're looking for is a rebuke. As soon as you're rebuked, you're okay. Some, a few people have said to me, that, Bishop, why don't you shout at me? So it's like, oh, when I shout, you'll be okay. Then come, I can shout. Press, press start, I'll start shouting. No, there's a greater problem. There's a greater problem than, than, than the things. The things that sometimes cloud and affect our judgment and our expectation from God. It's like, oh God, if you are there, money, I want money. I want this. God, help me. A new dress, a new shoe. This Christmas, nobody has given me a shoe. Nobody has given this. I mean, there's a greater problem. That problem is the same of this world. Do you have an answer? Has your mom got an answer? Has your dad got an answer? Can your boyfriend solve it? The sins. He's rather compounding your sins. Can you solve the problem, the sin of this world? Can you solve it? You're not wiser than God. In God's wisdom, when he sent his son, Christmas Day, he said, he shall save his people from their sins. He shall save them. He shall save them. He shall save them from their sins. You'll be saved. You'll be saved. You will be saved from your sins. From that, there's a greater. It's a it's a greater problem. You don't have food to eat today. You don't have to look far. I can give you food. I can give you food. It's not. It's what you see. What I'm I'm trying to say is that the problems that the world has made a problem is not a problem. And the real problem, rather, you sound, you sound as though you are a fanatic or you are not serious. or you don't, the, the problems are not problems. Homelessness is not the main problem. I was listening to the, the party leaders. Labor was talking about uh, homelessness. What was his name? Uh, conservatives were talking about Brexit. Um, Lib, um, um, UKIP. UKIP is also um, 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 happening over Brexit. Everybody is saying things that a few, a few people can sit down in Brussels and they'll solve it. But which of them can take away your sins? Which of them? Which group can take away your sins? Which group? Which group can take away your sins? Which group? Obama was talking about healthcare, his legacy. He was recounting his legacy and his things that he has achieved. They've all, they've all said what they have to say. But they've left their nations and their people and their subjects still in sin. It doesn't solve it. It hasn't been solved. Christmas Day solves it. That he shall save his people. Because without that, it is hell. And eternal damnation without that. Without that. No lunch on Christmas Day. You just need to smile at a friend. Somebody will take you home. I mean, even if they don't take you, it's, it's just for today. 
You've not been eating all week. Is it today that you, you, you'll be depressed over today? Why would you be depressed over today? February, you didn't have food. What was so special about it? You, came, you were dancing more than all of us. Today, you're going to act like so Christmas day. If you don't eat on Christmas, you will die. He shall save his people from their sins. He shall save his people from their sins. He shall, you shall call his name Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus, which means savior. For he shall save his people from their sins. Merry Christmas, church. Merry Christmas. Stand to your feet. thank god for christmas day thank god for the birth of jesus thank god that he gave us christ he gave us jesus thank him thank him Thank him. Thank him for Jesus. Appreciate Jesus today. Maybe you've never appreciated him. You've never appreciated the birth of Christ and his work of dying for our sins. Yeah, you've never, but today you want to just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We know, we know about your needs. We know about your needs for shoes and your needs for scarves and your needs for coats and your needs for dresses and your needs for beloveds and your needs for first class and two one and your needs for student finance and your need for all the different needs that you have. We know about it, but there's a greater one that God has solved, that God has fixed, that God has fixed. There's a greater one. There's a greater one. There's a greater one that has been fixed. You want to thank him for it. You want to thank him for it. I want to thank him for it. Forget about the hair that you wanted to wear this Christmas. You want to thank God. Just thank God. Forget about the husband, the beloved that you wanted to have. That by 2016 Christmas, I must have this. Forget about that thing for a moment and just and just thank God for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus. Praise him for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus Christ. Thank him. Thank him for Jesus. Thank him for salvation, for salvation, for salvation, for forgiveness of sins, for the washing away of our sins. Oh Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for Jesus. We exalt Jesus in our lives today. We thank you, Lord. He's the, he's the best thing that ever happened to us. He's the most important thing that ever happened to us. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for Jesus, Lord. Thank you for Jesus, Lord. Thank you for Jesus, Lord. Mashamba la badiba la badiba lo bashanda la badiba kabaya. Lebrediba, lebredibo, lebredista, lebredimo kabazi tonde lebrediba ye kalabadima honde sese. Satoria dakasto tefete lebrediste. Oh, heal our hearts, heal our minds. We appreciate you, Lord. We appreciate you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father, for Jesus. That you gave us your son to die for us and to wash us from our sins. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that great blessing. And thank you for that great mercy that you showed us on that day. On that day, Lord. Thank you that Jesus was born for our sins. For our sins. To be saved from our sins, Lord. To save us from self-destructing, Lord. Thank you for Jesus. And thank you for today. Let every life gathered here be a blessed life, Lord. Let every life gathered here trust in you. And walk with you, Lord. For another year. Another season. Let every life here, Lord, be saved from foolishness, Lord. But walk in reverence. Reverence of your love and the care that you have shown towards us. By giving us Jesus. And allowing Jesus to come into this world. To save us from our sins. We thank you for the blessedness of your wisdom, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus.